First question, it's a big question. What makes a great fashion image? That is a very big question. Uh, I can only probably describe it in its in terms of its ingredients, I think it's got to first of all have attitude and it's got to speak about style, probably character. I think it's going to talk about whatever the person's wearing, but I think for me that has to come after all those other things. Were you kind of creative when you were a kid? Well, I'd probably most informed by the years between sort of 11 and 16, which was spent just sort of outside in the home counties, sort of agricultural farming areas, not very much going on at all. And I suppose by comparison to a lot of the people there, I kind of looked outside of those areas for... It's funny, those areas can, kind of can tend to be a little bit insular. So if, you're, if, you're, if, you, if, you are, if you want to be different, you, it shows up quite quickly. And that in itself kind of, I suppose, pushes you on. Does that mm. make sense? Did you want to be different then? Yes. Still do, I think. <laughs> well, that I wouldn't sort of. I don't think I appear to be like that, but I've, I've always sort of thought to myself, or I've I've grown to accept that. You know, that outsider part of me is probably the the thing that drives my ambition most. Mm. Uh, you know, I think you you know in the late years I've kind of probably become uh, more affected by the business side of what I do mm. I perhaps participate in it more but prior to that the money wasn't the 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 important thing I think it was it was a need for some kind of uh, validation validation from who well I suppose that was a reaction to not having had any kind of sort of success at school so you know I, 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 I didn't assume that I was going to succeed as a photographer I, I, what I wanted to do was make sure my pictures appealed to a certain group and that if I was getting the kind of response that I'd hoped for from within that group I'd feel good about myself what group was that outsiders I guess what, but what is an outsider? I couldn't necessarily, off the bat, just just just, just define what the uh, mm. that that group of people is. There's something about wanting to to fit and not feeling that you fit is is a slightly confused uh, experience. <laughs> Would you say you're quite confused as a person? Yeah, I mean, I tend to overthink things, and I think there's a reason for that. I'm not. I don't things. You know, uh, I take on quite slowly to. Uh, ideas because I want to understand them thoroughly once I do that once I'm sort of in possession of what I consider to be a, a deep understanding I'm more confident with it uh, so there has to be a frame around that which appears to be quite confused yeah let's go back and talk more about when you were a boy because you mentioned kind of school because you left school when you were 17 were you ambitious in, in any ways did you think about things like career or were you what were you like as a young person I mean probably just a little shit really honestly I was ambitious but had no uh, uh, reason to feel like uh, I would succeed I, I you know I have a tendency in this kind of discussion to go on about school because for me it was a, a profoundly unsuccessful period of my life <laughs> and, and it was mutual I mean school hated me and I hated school so it just didn't it was never going to work out as one of those children that should have probably been sort of you know sent somewhere uh, <laughs> probably that didn't involve me disrupting other people's education. 
you mentioned your school hated you, you hated school, but do you not think that that time and even, I guess that like feral teenagehood where you're kind of wasting time and you don't know what you're doing and you're wandering around, has that influenced you and what you find beautiful and what you find intriguing? Oh yeah, no, it, I can't escape. I mean, even if I want to leave that sort of influence behind, it still keeps coming back. There's a fondness for it, which sometimes is, it sort of embarrasses me a little bit because it's so, it's so persistent and I would like to think that I can move on and find kind of, you know, new inspiration and, 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 and different horizons, but it's not to be. Are you close with your family? Do they encourage you? Oh yeah, no, very close. Encourage me, well, I, you know, I didn't really give them much reason to, to hold on to hope when I was at school. My brother and sister seemed to do quite well. And I think there's this kind of, you know, sort of deep sense of culpability that I have comes from feeling bad about not sort of succeeding at school. Why does that still sort of linger today? Just one of those codes that you, you know, you like, you try and shake off, but it, it's sort of that default thing. And the older you get, the better you are at sort of recognising it and, and avoiding perhaps some of the responses that you might have to that sensation. So I wouldn't say I'm affected by it as much. I'm just aware of it. Do you not feel smart and talented? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> very humble you get a lot of criticism and it's a, it's it's a, it's brutal out there do you, you know? find and criticism think, hard uh yeah i think like anybody i'm quite a sensitive person especially so yeah i probably would always find it difficult have you come to like fashion i've it's come fun. to understand it a lot more mm. i think i like it less why uh because i think it's in a phase now where i think that People imagine that product is king, and I think there has to be a respect for product, but I think ideas and style are the most important. What has happened is it's people think that there's a formula for everything, and there just isn't a formula for everything. What there is, is there's sense, and there's ideas, and there's desire. There are some deeply human qualities in work, whereas what people want, if they're investing in... Uh, creating something, producing something, they want their return. Which to me, kind of, yes, I get it. If you want that yacht in the harbour that, you know, you can operate from through the summer season, fine. But I don't think that's what's spoken traditionally to women. I don't think it's spoken to anybody. You know, it's that kind of manufacture element that I think is, is in danger of undermining you know, what little interest there is left for design, really. Mm. And so when a designer comes along who has convictions and wants to talk about spirit and wants to test people's appreciation of things, all those things that may not relate to the mass market, I'm glad because at least it gives, I think, a little better breath of life back to what for me are the, are the, 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 true, the true values that give, I think give light to this. The industry didn't start out as as a sort of, you know, a, an in, a de, a highly industrialised process. It was something else. And I think we're, we're, we're maybe looking at some of the sort of, you know, uh, it's, it's like we're in occupied, we're, we're being occupied at the moment, I think. Tell me, do you remember the first time you picked up a camera? Uh, yeah, I was told to put it down. <laughs> Where were <laughs> you? That was my father's camera. <laughs> 
I mean, it's weird actually. I was thinking about pictures before I actually made them, and I was because I was printing. Long and short of it was that I got a job when I was seventeen. That was mm. to be a printer, and I'd asked if I could get a sort of release for part of the week to maybe go and study. And I thought maybe it's the first time I could turn my hand to something academic. And and I was allowed to go off on a Friday morning to sit on an O-level photography course at a college. And it just so happened those were the well, on that particular morning every week, there was a kind of slideshow slash lecture, and I think that was the sort of tipping point for me. And tell me a bit, you mentioned when you were assisting, you were getting to that point where you wanted to start sort of just doing it on your own. What were your pictures like at that point? I didn't, you know, when I was assisting, I had so little time to, to make my own images. I had been particularly impressed when I was 16 from what I'd seen of the American photographers, and in particular, Larry Clark, and I think, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed saying that now because I, I didn't, I was so little of what he was photographing, I, you know, was, I didn't particularly understand. It wasn't familiar to me. I wasn't involved in a scene like that. But I respected him, first of all, you know, for being able to take those, make those kind of images and print them and do all of the kind of work with this sort of craft skills that people don't really talk about when he's, discussed as a photographer, mm. um, which now he's sort of eschewed a little bit, really. There was a, uh, there was a kind of a desire in me to kind of make something raw, and I suppose, you know, what people would say now is a sort of rock and roll spirit, I guess. I mean, you, you know, my, my one single abiding desire at that point was to photograph Iggy Pop, so I guess I was just kind of imitate, aping what I thought ever he might be up to at that point. It's interesting you say you were copying the things that you thought were great. Very few people are comfortable admitting that, I think, but all, all young creatives do that. When you're a writer, you copy the writers you think I are good. I don't know how you get there otherwise. The, I always think the magic comes from kind of thinking that you're copying something to... I don't think you imagine it's pastiche. What you're doing is celebrating something that re, you relate to in someone else's work. Because I think sometimes you're sort of forced to copy things, which is a slightly depressing answer to that. But... Um, However, what I'm trying to avoid is comparisons with my peers and, and my own generation. I sort of feel, feel like that sort of propriety, the sense of it has been lost in this sort of rush for content. And, and, and it seems like whoever does something now, it's the person that did it last, kind of owns the, 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 you know, the signature title on, on, on work, which I find really shocking. There didn't seem to be much that can be done about that. Uh, and so therefore I'm trying to do at my best or at my freest is to kind of outrun the notions of things that people might have for what's right and what's the zeitgeist. I'm not, I don't care about those things really. I kind of want to always sort of turn it on its head. But how do you combine that with having, you know, a style and having something that people know you for and, and respect you for? You know, it's funny. I think you kind of have to let go and you can't, and I'm sure other photographers will feel the same, if, if what informs a picture was a naivety and, and, and you know, a connection with things, it's when you're, you're young, you're, you're wide open, you're, inf you're influenced, you know, daily. Um, and the older you get, the more familiar you are with the kind of your surroundings and the kind of landscape that you operate in. So you're not going to be as stunned and as blown away by things. Um, 
so therefore when someone says, well, do a 90s picture, you, well, I, I'm not that person anymore. It would, I think it would dis do a disservice to the early work to, to copy it, but it happens a lot. And I know why people do it, because they're fond of those images. They want it to be, uh, you know, re you know, remade. Uh, but it becomes, you know, it, that becomes, pastiche in yourself is a particularly painful thing to do, I think. It's interesting, from what you say, it makes me wonder, do you sometimes think it's easier to produce good work when you're younger? Yes, because that insouciance means that you're free, you're not perhaps so aware of some of the, fit, you know, sort of, uh, I, I guess, yeah. Definitely. I mean, the thing is, I also wish that when I was younger, I wasn't so uptight and I'd done more than I did. I sort of look back on uh, that time and think, I should have just gotten on with doing more. That would always be my encouragement to someone in their 20s or even younger who's sort of wanting to, to, to be creative is just, you've just got to just go with your instincts. Mm. I tended to critique it that much. The weird thing about creativity for me is the way I kind of arrive at sort of engaging with an idea is that it sometimes lives surrounded by the things you don't want to be. It's really odd, perhaps contradiction or contrary thing to say rather is that, you know, I don't want to be that, but it helps you to identify with the thing that you do want. What were you worried about being? And are those the same things you're worried about being today? Not believed, I suppose, back then. Do you feel that less now? You know, there wasn't so much irony in what I did back then, and I know that's sort of like a little, you know, the idea of something being ironic isn't exactly sort of, you know, I, something I alone possess. But I like hiding meaning inside something that on the surface seems to be, to, to, uh, be lightweight and, and kind of pointless. Mm. It's, it's code, isn't it? Because you, you only want to kind of like, you don't want people to come up to you all and slap you on the back and go, oh, I get it, you're great. I mean, that can be as sort of undermining as having somebody turn around and go, they hate your work. Sometimes somebody hating your work is an affirmation that you're doing things the right way. You say, you know, you were worried about not being believed. Do you look at your fashion imagery and think it is authentic? Some of it, yeah. I mean, there's always got to be a corner of the frame that kind of you own. I mean, even if I'm doing a picture for the most commercial of entities, uh, you know, you've got to you've got to kind of look at it and go, like, well, that bit's me, that little narky shitbag kid who looks like a beautiful woman jumping around in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> it must be strange now because that aesthetic you said the word '90s before, and that's it, like that '90s aesthetic. It's it's the so fashionable now, and it's having this odd revival amongst young image makers and young designers. And is is that quite odd? Uh, it's odd if it's presented to me as something new, yeah. You know, uh, I never found it flattering when someone pick, picks on one of my pictures to copy at all. That's the short answer to that. And, you know, like I said, I was trying to create a sort of sense of belief and authenticity in my work, which, you know, it sounds a bit preposterous to sit here and, and push that, but I can't pursue something without a real sense of conviction. So I have to, sometimes I have to manifest that, sometimes it's there freely. Um, so to see it kind of like taken on mm. 
as a as a, a zeitgeist thing or a, you know that's the blueprint that's the answer is is sort of you know it it messes me up i am very possibly very possessive i don't mm. want to see things that i feel are my signature and my own ideas you know chopped around it, it cheapens it for me it takes the virtue away I can understand why there's a generation that wants to sort of strip back the layers and get back to some kind of raw harmony, some sense of sincerity in their work. I wouldn't say it's of great interest to me at all because, you know, uh, I feel like I read through it and I think that I think there are some real major protagonists of that style which do it very well. It's like saying, well, you're going to listen to Brian Adams or Bob Dylan why would I bother with the other you know yeah. people have their choices that's they can listen and look at to they can listen to and look at whatever they like I, I just feel there has to be a uh, a distinction between what's a good thing and, and not so good and the not so good is never good did there come a point where you realized that your work was very influential and, and that people and you kind of thought, I'm, I'm going to be part of fas fashion and the establishment and the industry. I think probably when I went to New York as a photographer for the first time and I started to work um, for some of those American publications and, and it, you know, you were very aware of what was being talked about, not just about me, but other, other people from London. And I didn't last very long in that environment because I was so, like I said, I was quite narky really, and I made myself a bit unpopular in one or another art department, and so more or less got sort of chased out of town, really, and came back to London. But then suddenly look, thinking and looking at, uh, about an exhibition, looking at my pictures on the wall, I suddenly, I sort of felt absolute sort of like, uh, you know, I thought they were kind of abhorrent, really. I thought they were useless. So I decided then to switch styles and started to rather than use daylight in pictures, over lighting things and that's that was my my reaction to seeing things that were done all in natural light I suddenly wanted to go the complete opposite end of the the scale and and use as many lights as I could fit into to one sitting and then the then came the blue background which was a it was a choice again because I wanted to have something that couldn't possibly be copied because mm. it was so ugly it was so not good taste that uh I thought it would escape, you know, this trend thing. It's really interesting to me because it feels like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like most of your career decisions and maybe aesthetic turning points have been driven through insecurity <laughs> rather than conscious decision. You'd have to, I think we'd have to sort of probably have a sit-down analysis. Don't want to sound like your therapist, <laughs> but <laughs> it feels like you. it comes from a kind of not wanting to be like something or want to prove something. I know, yeah, it's what, that's, the, that's the confusing bit, isn't it? Wanting to be like, but doing nothing about it. You know, doing everything. I think, I, I guess what that is, and I do, this is really not the time or the place, but I'm going to go ahead anyway. I suppose what I'm doing is testing whether people actually really want to see this picture. So what I do is, 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 is kind of cover it all with these rather sort of, what might be choice sort of sort of bad components because at the heart of it is something that matters to me and I'm close to and that is about as good a description as I'll ever give it I think. <laughs>